0: Now you're left alone with a road that ends at the base of a mountain and no plan. So you can either sit there in your construction office and get on your phone and yell at scream at your partner for leaving you, or you can draw up a new plan. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots. Radio Podcast. from the desert to the sea and across the globe this is the serenity it's radio podcast i am tony defrance phd welcome back in i'm really glad to be with you this week i want to jump right into it and talk this week about forgiveness well i think it's pretty safe to say that we all understand that holding a grudge and having that emotion and that energy is not good for you at all there's actually an adverse physical reaction to holding on to a grudge there was a study at Erasmus University in the Netherlands, and they asked people to write about a time when they either gave or withheld forgiveness. And then what they did was they asked all of these people to jump as high as they could five times without bending their knees. Now the forgivers jumped the highest, about eleven and a half inches on average, but the grudge holders jumped like eight and a half inches, which is a huge difference and a really good illustration of how forgiveness can actually unburden you. So where's a good place to start with all this? I think the first thing we should talk about is what forgiveness isn't. Because in talking to people and dealing with clients, it seems to me that there are a lot of people out there who have a wrong definition of what it is. And if you're trying to solve a problem based upon a wrong definition, you'll never solve the problem. And I think that's where a lot of the frustration comes into this. So what Forgiveness isn't, is. it's not about forgetting. This forgive and forget thing is absolute nonsense, and I don't know where that came from. But you can't forget because the whole process of life is about understanding and remembering the things that have happened to you and put putting them in perspective in order to learn and to grow from. So it's not about forgetting. Forgiveness is also not about you minimizing the hurt that happened to you. It's not about invalidating the reactions that you had, the emotional reactions or the hurt that you had from this particular situation. Forgiveness also doesn't mean you are a pathetic or a weak person if you do it. You're not giving in to anything. It also doesn't depend on the other person apologizing or accepting responsibility. Because, I mean, let's be honest, how many times does that happen? Unless it's like years down the road and you have a conversation and they then they finally own up to something. But it doesn't depend on them owning any of the situation. And lastly, what forgiveness isn't is you're not letting them off the hook. So that's what forgiveness isn't. Now, what forgiveness is, if you look at it from like a theoretical standpoint, I think a lot of confusion comes from the fact that people don't realize that there's a cognitive or a thinking part of forgiveness, and then there's an emotional component to forgiveness. The thinking part is called decisional. And that's when you decide to change your behavior towards that other person. Now, the second part is the emotional part. And I think that's where people get a little confused because they think it's just that one part or they're both included in each other, which they're not. The emotional part of forgiveness is an inward acceptance of what is. It's almost like a surrender or a release. It's a conscious decision to release the feelings, even though you still hold them accountable. Can you see how that works? You can still cognitively or you can still mentally hold them accountable for what's going on and not let them off or not forget. But at the same time, you can release your emotions from that and move forward with your life. So why is it so hard to forgive then? Well, first and foremost, a lot of it has to do with your own fantasy and expectations. So using a breakup in a relationship as an example You typically go into wanting to be a part of a particular relationship based on this fantasy of how your life is going to be. And a lot of times the fantasy comes from way before you even met this particular person, but you want it to go a certain way. And this person is going to be cast in the role of that leading man or leading woman as you move through and you become happily ever after. Now with that, there's expectations And most of the time, we hold people up to the expectations that we hold ourselves up to. And how many times can you count the situations where somebody didn't meet your expectations because you have very high expectations of yourself? This happens all the time. Can you see where that would be an issue if you hold somebody up to your own expectations? Or if you are trying to live this fantasy life that you've molded into your head of how your life should go, and it doesn't go according to plan. And it's because you cast the wrong person in the leading role. So it's really hard to forgive somebody who came in and ruined your play. Or somebody who came in and just couldn't step up and meet basic common expectations. Which, I mean, to be honest with you, it's not about basic common expectations. It's about your own. But you think, how hard is it to do this? Now, a second reason why it would be hard to forgive is that it might not be about just them. Now, a lot of times, relationships act as ways we resolve past issues, especially when it comes to parents and love and attention. And in a lot of instances, there's a subconscious program that runs in your mind about unresolved issues that you had with your mom or your dad or somebody close to you in your relationship while you were in that very vulnerable developmental stage. You're really, really young and you meet this guy or this girl And there seems to be something there with that guy or that girl that will give you the opportunity to work your issues out with that person instead of the person you should be working your issues out with, because the ego hates incomplete patterns. The ego hates unresolved issues. And the hard part about all this is that most of the time you don't even realize this is what you're doing. And Obviously, this person in front of you is not the other person and they have no idea what issue you're trying to resolve with them. So you get frustrated, they get frustrated, they break up with you and now they've done what the other person has done and have and they have not resolved that issue and now you are really pissed at them and really hurt and that's why it's so hard to forgive them. Another thing that has to do with it might not be them is it might be yourself you might or probably are more pissed that you allowed yourself to get into this situation or get into this situation again. This may be a repeating pattern where you think everything is great now because the person is different. I've recasted this role, but you know what? You didn't rewrite the role or you or you recast the person with the same characteristics as the person before, so you're not going to resolve any issues, and you know that. And so when all is said and done, a lot of energy that you're projecting towards that person you can't forgive, a lot of that energy is you not being able to forgive yourself for putting yourself in that position and now dealing with a life that you didn't expect or you don't want. And one of the biggest issues with forgiving somebody when it comes to an intimate personal relationship is the fact that you have allowed them in to your circle of trust and ultimately your suspicions proved right and they stuck a sharp stick into your open wound, and you know the deeper the cut, the longer it takes to heal. Another reason why it may be so hard to forgive is maybe being impacted by this, and still affected by this, is benefiting you in some way. Maybe it's allowing you to skate on some things or be irresponsible in some parts of your life. Or maybe it's a security blanket and an excuse for you not to move forward or not to make uncomfortable decisions in your life. It becomes validation for being stuck. Or a lot of times, maybe you still have to seek this level of control in the situation that when it happened and the decision was made, It was their decision and not yours. And you hate it when you're not in control. So it could be a control thing with you if that's a big pattern. Or the reason is you need to validate the fact that you were right. And you need the other person to validate the fact that you were right and they were wrong. So what's happening in real time in your head is the movie clip. Because you have a relationship and you have a lot of things that have happened and maybe over a number of years. But for some reason, the relationship has been pared down To like one movie clip that you keep running through your mind. And when you have to re-interact with this person or if something comes up in your life that you're not okay with or you know is a direct result of a decision that was made with them or because of them. And the movie clip comes back up and it pisses you off and it keeps you stuck and all you're thinking about and all you're focusing and all you're ruminating on is that clip and the fact that this happened. So it keeps you stuck in that reality and not the reality and your energy is being redirected to that instead of being focused on what's in front of you and moving forward in your own life. I mean, it's just like Humpty Dumpty, the guy fell off the wall, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put that dude back together. Not only do you want to try to put that guy back together, you want to try to make a reality where he never fell off the wall in the first place. The re- new reality is Humpty's cracked and you got to work with what you got going forward. So let's say one Saturday morning you want to get up and you want to go for a nice meditative walk somewhere in the forest or the beach or wherever you want to go. And you get there and you're taking your walk and it's peaceful and there's beautiful flowers and trees or the ocean and you're taking a look around and you're soaking it and then you get a call from the ex. And of course you've been waiting for this call because they never call you back. So you have to take it then or you'll never get a hold of them. And then you start talking to them and you go right back into the pattern because obviously you're talking to them about some sort of a conflict And you're at this beautiful place, this beach, the mountains, the forest, wherever you're at. And you don't see any of that stuff because you're on the phone with your ex, walking, yelling, and looking down at the ground at the same time. Your focus is all on them and dealing with this issue that has already been done. And at the same time, opportunities are not being seen. You are walking past the beauty. You are walking through your life with all of these gifts with your focus on the phone with your asshole of an ex. Now, do you see the overall pattern here that I'm painting? It is all about you. It is not about them. You're basically giving them your power, which is the last thing on the world you want to do. And the thing you're trying to stay away from, you were trying to stay away from when you were with them. Yet without forgiving, that's exactly what you're doing. You are an emotional prisoner and they have the key to the cell. Which you gave them, and you locked yourself in there. So that brings us to the process of forgiving. And this is one of those things where it may, on paper one, two, three, four, five, six it may sound easy or pretty basic, but I know, and you know, this is not easy. This takes commitment and it takes patience and it takes a little time and it takes understanding. The key to starting all this, it's understanding what that movie is and what buttons it pushes. And how it keeps you stuck. So if you can sit down and try to think about what emotions that movie contains. And see where those little things lead to. In terms of how you feel about yourself. In terms of how you feel about them. In terms of how you feel about your life right now. And how much responsibility you put onto them for your life. Versus taking full responsibility for yourself for your life right now. The second part of forgiveness is redefining what it is to yourself. And then choosing to forgive. Now, the redefinition is about realizing it may not be what you thought it was in terms of the things we talked about at the beginning of the show. Remember what forgiveness really is. It's an emotional release or a surrender from the situation so you can move forward with your life. It has nothing to do with them. So you redefine that and then you cognitively say, I choose forgiveness. It's not going to make it easy. It's going to hurt a little bit, but you need to commit to it first. Now, at that point, it's about refocusing on your life, the now and the things that are in front of you and how you are going to build your life moving forward. As an example, let's say you are a road construction engineer and you build roads for a living and you have been doing this for a while and you meet this other person who happens to be a really good road engineer builder as well. And after meeting each other and getting to know each other, you think that you guys would be a great team. So you start your business together and you're successful and you guys have a great company and you're great teammates. So you delegate or you give them your trust in certain parts of the business and they do the same with you. Well, one day your partner comes up and says, I got this really great job. It's a huge project and your partner is in charge of the map and because they're in charge of it and you trust them, you're like, great, let's start building. You start building millions and millions of dollars into this, a lot of people working for you. You get around the corner and the map happens to be pointing right to this mountain. And you talk to your partner and go, what the hell with the mountain thing? And they said, oh, that was not on the map. You trusted them to do what's right for the company and they didn't do that. And now you guys are in trouble because you didn't budget to build a mountain road. You just budgeted to build this flat road through this area and things have drastically changed. And at the same time, your partner is not taking responsibility for the mountain being there. Instead of owning the fact that they were in charge of a correct map and they don't have one. So as you start to reassess the situation, it's too much for your partner because it's not what they expected and they bail. Now, of course, this is not what you expected because what you expected when you first joined your partnership was the fact that they would have the same level of commitment and they would have the same expectations of performance and teamwork that you do, but they do not and they bail. Now you're left alone with a road that ends at the base of a mountain and no plan. So you can either sit there in your construction office and get on your phone and yell at at your partner for leaving you, or you can draw up a new plan and recruit people in your life that will help you to build that mountain road. The mountain isn't going anywhere. Your partner isn't coming back. You have to build a road. You've got to accept what is. Yes, it may have been joint decisions. It may have been some of their decisions that have gotten you to the point in your life where you're at. But the fact of the matter is you went along with it or you made your choices and now you're at where you're at. Blaming them for exactly where you're at is misguided. They may have had something to do with it, but it really doesn't matter at this point, does it? Well, it matters at this point is to accept the fact that your road is at the base of a mountain and you have to figure a way to either get around it or, or go over it. You need new resources. You need a new plan. You need to take responsibility because you are now the number one head honcho only leader of building this road. So make your calls, make your plans, and start building your road. And at the same time, and lastly in this whole process, be grateful. Gratitude is such a grounding force, especially when you're dealing with a situation where you're trying to forgive somebody or forgive yourself. Gratitude is a way to ground you in the now and to change the perspective from that person led me to the base of a mountain with no plan and bailed to what good people can I now bring into my life? How can I modify my plan and how is my life going to change? And what new lessons am I going to learn from building a different type of road than I thought I was going to build? That is the process of forgiving. I hope things are great. You can go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D, for a link to the videos for all the other podcasts you can also go to the website for personal coaching information and my alexa flash briefings are under surrounded by idiots radio podcast i hope things are great i hope that leads you on the road to forgiveness and i'll talk to you next week